I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello? Hello? Podcast Network Asia. Now, gets ko na. Gets ko na kung bakit sobra kayong nahibang sa K-drama na ito. Now I know. Okay, drama pamangkin, welcome to the finale episode of Season 6. <laughs> yes, it's the finale episode of this podcast. And like I said previously, your tita will continue to take a month-long break after one season, which is, what, three months or at least 12 um, episodes Because, you know, as someone who has been in, who is going into her third year of doing podcast, I realized na, pwede naman pala magpahinga. <laughs> pwede magpahinga. So, heto at magbabakasyon na naman pumuli ang inyong tita. And this time, it's for real. I mean, beach, pahinga, lamon, real vacation. <laughs> You know, when you listen to this episode, as soon as it is up, malamang nasa Pilipinas na ako. Yay! <laughs> At siguro, nanlalapot ako sa pawis. Pero, I'm sure I am so happy kasi finally, makikita ko na ulit ang aking family after three years. Somehow, this podcast kept me busy during the time of COVID. Na di ako makauwi. to be with my family kasi dati yearly ako away because of my mom and you guys have been there for me in that three years and I'm really grateful for that and um sana nandyan pa din kayo after my vacation and we start again a new season with more chismisan and of course more and more k-dramas and while I'm on vacation pwede naman tayo pwede pa rin magchikahan Pwede nyo pa rin akong chismisan ng mga k-dramas because I will still be available on my social media account. Doon ko din kayo i-update kung sa wakas ay makakain ko na yung mga favorite ulam ko <laughs> na hindi ko makain dito sa Canada. Na walang available dito yung mga gulay ko, yung um, laing, tapos anong pa ba yung mga ano ko, favorite ko yung... Tender juicy hotdog. <laughs> Ay, just ko po. Andam, nagugutom na naman ako. 
Ang dami kong gustong kainin. So yan, dungo kayo i-update at pwede rin nyo akong i-update ng mga latest k-dramas na posibleng sa tingin nyo ay may magandang kahihinatnan. <laughs> Alright? Okay, so... Again, my social media accounts, you can follow me there on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and even on TikTok. It's at Anyong Tita. Alright? Okay, now, I honestly did not intend for this K-drama review to be my season finale. Pero, I think ano nun siya eh, tadhana na din talaga kasi... Tadhana na rin na hindi ko siya matapos-tapos. <laughs> hindi, siya, hindi ko siya matapos-tapos agad. And, you know, things happened in my life. Kaya, I think, parang ano na siya, naging tadhana na rin na dahil sa mga nangyari sa buhay ko at dahil hindi ko nga siya matapos-tapos, ang ending, siya tuloy ang aking finale episode. And I think it's very fitting as my uh, nga, finale episode for this season. Kasi it's one of the highlight of this year. Definitely one of the best for this year. So, mga K-drama pamangkin, welcome to the K-drama review of 2521. Pantay-pantay na na po tayong lahat. Nasaktan kayo at nasaktan na rin ako ngayon. So, yeah, pantay-pantay na, ha? Okay? Gustong-gusto nyo talaga mag-suggest sa akin ng mga mapanakit na k-drama. But, you know, this time, gusto kong mag-thank you sa inyo. Kasi this k-drama was really worth worth it. Worth it ng time ko, ng pagpupursigi kong panuorin siya despite my um, super hectic schedule. So, yes, thank you, thank you so much. Because, you know, now, gets ko na. Gets ko na kung bakit sobra kayong nahibang sa K-drama na ito. Now I know. But before we begin with our K-drama review, like always, gusto ko lang maglagay ng spoiler alert. So, take it as your alert, alert. Kasi, if you have been listening to this podcast for some time now, you would know na hirap akong magkwento na pigil sa mga details, pigil mag- magbigay ng example ng scenario or ng scene from the K-drama. Kaya, in case na hindi mo pa napapanood ang K-dramang pag-uusapan natin today, please, skip mo na muna ang episode na ito. Papayagang kitang i-skip mo. Lalo na kung ikaw ay isa sa mga taong ayaw makanood ng spoilers o ayaw makarinig ng spoilers. just po, i-skip mo na tong episode na to. <laughs> Kasi hindi ko po mapapangakong, ano, wala ko mababanggit na important scenes or mga spoilers nga. So, go ahead and skip this episode and you can check my other episode. Check mo yung mga other episodes ko. Like for example, yung episode 189, the one before this, na talaga namang mega chikahan kami ng mga K-drama guests ko kasi we were talking about the K-dramas na gusto naming gawan ng mga PH version. Lalo pat la, muling nabubuhay ang mga PH adaptation. Like for example, we have the... Um, 
the world of the married adaptation, tas magkakaroon ng startup adaptation, and then the flower of evil. So in episode 189, my guest and I were talking about the K-dramas we want to have an adaptation. And kumpleto po kami sa casting. So pinakailaman na lamang lahat. Kami na ang nag-decide para sa ABS-CBN at sa GMA. Kung anong, anong K-drama ang kailangan bilhin nilang rights at kung sino yung pwede nilang i-cast. <laughs> so yun na muna yung pakinggan mo. Then once you're done with the K-drama, come back to this episode. Pagpatuloy natin ang pagchichismisan, okay? But if you have already watched the K-drama in today's episode, then let's begin. Alright, so 2521 is a K-drama about this teenage fencer who is pursuing her big dream of becoming a rival of the nation's top gold medalist in fencing. And this hardworking young man who only dreams of rebuilding his life that was affected by the economic crisis in Korea during the um, mid-90s. So when they met during that difficult time in Korea, they found strength in each other to go for their dreams. Okay? Well, of course, the story is so much more than I can give you like on that synopsis, but that, that's how it is, basically. All right. So 2521 stars Kim Terry as Nahido and Nam Joyok as Baek Ijin. The series also stars Bona from the girl group WJSN, Lee Jo Myung, and my baby boy, my baby boy Cho Yoon Wok. Who, if you listen to my K drama review of Rocket Boys, I already told you in that episode that we could be looking at the next top male leads of this generation. You mga bida don, mention ko na sa inyo na you could be looking at the top. Um, possible uh, next male leads of this generation. And my baby boy, my baby boy, is slowly proving me right. The series, the series aired from February 12 to April 13, uh, sorry, 3, April 3, for a total of 16 episodes and was aired in TVN and made available in, for streaming via Netflix. And despite the series ending last April 3, yes po, ngayon ko pa lang po natatapos ang kaydamang ito. Ngayon pa lang po natatapos ng inyong tita ang 2521. Why? Because naunahan po ako ng mga spoilers. Walang yung mga spoilers na yan. As you may know, di ko talaga bet ang mga sad endings. Actually, feeling ko, alam mo, feeling ko talaga nagsimula itong trauma ko from Scarlet Heart Leo ni Ayu, ng aking baby girl na si Ayu. Almost seven years, tama ba? Seven years na, pero yung sakit, di mawala. Walang yang yan. And I think, dahil doon, yun yung nag-cause ng trauma ko. Kasi, from there, talagang iwas na iwas na ako. Kasi, yung tipong... Diba yung parang pinanood mo yung Kate, kung napanood mo na yung Scarlet, yung parang, ang saya, ang kilig, tapos ay patay. <laughs> diba? Until now, nanggigigil pa rin ako sa writer ng K-drama na yan. <laughs> Ay, nako. So anyway, 
feeling ko, because of that, iwas na iwas na nga ako sa mga nakakaiyak na k-drama. Or in this case, mga k-dramas na may sad endings. Ayoko nang umiyak, even on my free time. Ayoko na. <laughs> Sawang-sawa na akong umiyak. So, no. Ayoko, please. But when a lot of you have been posting about this k-drama, And people also have been sending me DMs or private messages saying na inaabangan nila daw yung review ko nitong K-drama na ito. Na-pressure po ako. <laughs> Actually, na-curious talaga ako. Super na-curious ako. Kasi, you know, based sa mga spoilers na nakikita ko, hindi masaya yung ending. Mapanakit. Mapanakit talaga siya eh. But, why is it na kahit Ma- napaka sad or sad yung ending niya mahal na mahal niyo siya so yun medyo naging curious talaga ako doon now to be fair naman to be fair alam ko naman if ang intention ng mga tao or ang intention niyo is idamay lang ako sa sakit ng puso niyo pero this time iba yung naramdaman ko from a lot of you as in yung matindi yung following nitong K-drama So, yun nga, despite already knowing that the K-drama is not going to be a happy ending, I still went on and watched it. And like I said earlier, now I know kung bakit niyo siya gustong-gusto. Kung bakit may following itong K-drama na ito at bakit napakalaki ng impact nitong K-drama na to sa mga K-drama fans for this year, for 2022. Isa siya sa mga top-rated K-dramas, I would say. So, yun na nga. Iba rin talaga yung charm ng 25-21 from all the K-dramas. And I think it's because, una, it's a really heartwarming story of underdogs. Si Hido, diba? Si Hido with her fencing goal and si Ejin with his um, goal na maging buo ulit yung pamilya niya. Yung makaahon siya sa buhay after nilang mabankrap. And I've said this before, countless times actually, Filipinos love an underdog story. Kinakagat natin ang kwento ng mga inalipustang bida na ngayon ay umaangat na, bumabangon, nagwawagi yung mga ganun. It's one of the oldest stories in TV or even in movies. At kahit, siguro... Kahit anumang maging advance ng technology natin, yung tipong may lumilipad na mga sasakyan, yung tipong tumatagos na sa computer yung pagkain, I think generations after generation would still love an underdog story. I don't know why. It could be because of our, it's already part of our DNA. I have no idea. <laughs> And number two, eto na nga, because you really don't know how to categorize this K-drama. Seriously, nahirapan akong ilagay siya sa mga folder sa utak ko. <laughs> you really can say na drama din, drama siya kasi there were so many so many funny scenes na mga baget. Sobrang nakakatawa yung mga takbuhan nila, yung harutan nila, yung ang dami. Ang dami ng mga super funny scenes ng K-drama. So hindi rin naman siya drama na masasabi. And, and you can't really say na coming of age siya kasi there's the story arc of Becky Jean na super pang mature. And di mo rin masabi na rom-com kasi yun nga, yung ending. <laughs> Walang rom-com na ganun po yung ending, just so you know. At dahil doon, feeling ko dahil doon, 
nag-stand out tuloy siya from all the other K-dramas that we can think of. From all the K-dramas that we've seen. During the first few episodes niya, iniisip ko, baka ano to, more of sports drama, like Rocket Boys. Or, um, ano ba yung mga sports drama na naisip ko? Parang Rocket Boys pa lang yung pinakatumatak talaga sa akin na sports drama. Anyway, so, di ba para siyang ano, a tale of an underdog athlete na from a fan turned into a rival ng top fencer sa Korea. Pero, hindi rin eh. Kasi, though the K-drama showed Hido and Bona's um, character na si Koyurim during their journey of becoming professional athletes and, you know, the best fencers in the world, hindi ko siya kayang... Hindi siya kasing technical, I would say. Hindi siya kasing technical ng, let's say, Rocket Boys nga. Hindi siya kasing technical ng Rocket Boys, which, kung napanood nyo na yung Rocket Boys, it really talks about a lot of badminton-related stuff. Like, kung, yung mga smashing techniques, yung mga parang nag-nosebleed ka na kasi di mo nagigets. Pero parang, yun nga, very detailed. Hindi naman de- very detailed, pero ang daming part ng series na yun. Siguro mga 80% related talaga sa badminton. 20 na lang yung drama, yung kilig, yung yung other stuff ng K-drama. Pero yun nga, yun, yun for me ah, for me there was no question that Rocket Boys is a sports drama. So eto, hindi ko naman siya masabi na sports K-drama kasi siguro ano lang siya eh, mga 40% of so 40% ng story talks about their fencing career. So Hindi, mahirap din siyang tawaging sports K-drama. Now, noong mga middle part ng K-drama, iniisip ko naman na, baka this is like a coming-of-age um, K-drama. Kasi nga, yung apat, four out of main characters mo are of the same age, mga high school students. So, iniisip ko ng mga tipong um, reply series, ba yung tatlong reply series, kasi yung... Una yung setting, diba? Halos pareho lang. Nagsimula sila ng mga mid-90s. Um, meron din mga cross between the past and the present setting. So, yun talaga pumasok sa akin na parang, ah, okay, this could be like a coming-of-age k-drama. Na, yun nga, tulad ng reply series. Pero, di ko nga din masabi na coming-of-age siya. Kasi, if you add Bek Ejin, yung story arc niya, into the whole story, Nag-iiba na siya eh. Nam Joyok's character, Becky Jin, although just four years, four years lang siya older than the rest, yung challenges na pinagdaanan niya was, for me ah, too much for someone barely into his 20s. Tapos add mo pa yung pinagdaanan niya sa US as a correspondent during the 9-11 bombing, kung saan nakita niya talaga yung actual na nangyari, people were were afraid, people were um, crying, uh, devastated, kasi nga yung, yung 9-11 bombing. So, talagang di mo, di mo masabi na coming of age siya And, I think it's because of the story arc ni Bek Ejin nga, kaya naging issue din siya sa mga kainets, yung love story nila. I don't know if you have checked on any of the news outlets sa uh, sa Korea, like um, Sompi or ano ba yung mga news outlet? Ewan ko kung ano pa. Ang dami. But, kung updated ka sa latest chika ng mga 
sa showbiz ng Korea din, aside sa showbiz ng Philippines, medyo nagkagulo ang mga tao, <laughs> mga K-Nets, um, in the middle of the series because um, yun nga, yung love story ni Hido at saka ni um, Becky Jean. Kasi Hido, at the time that they met, was just only 17. And E.J. naman was 21. You know, if you think about it... You should celebrate yourself every day. But some days, you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, get 20, 20, get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. yung age gap. It's just four years. Diba? It's like you, a freshman, falling in love with one of your seniors in your high school or college. So, parang ganun lang. Parang, you know, hindi naman siya big deal. But, and we all had, you know, crushes na older sa atin ng mga four years at least. Or at most, actually. Diba? Mga, ano natin, mga crushes natin nun na medyo mas matatanda na ng konti. Four years is nothing, actually. It's just really... Like, yun nga, sabi ko nga, it's like you, a freshman, falling in love with one of your seniors, a fourth year, and it's four years older than you. But, you know, I don't know, hindi ko alam ko anong issue nila. <laughs> but, I, but you see, siguro nga dahil Beck A. Jean's super pang MMK life, kaya a lot of us felt na super mature na, super mature na siya. When in reality, kung hindi sila na bankrupt, eh, College student lang din siya. Probably drinking and going to clubs. Having fun. So I think yun nga din yung medyo naging, naging problema. Kaya na-feel na mga tao na may, may medyo may parang pagka-sensitive sila in terms of the relationship between a teenager and an adult. Kasi nga, hindi na talaga matuturing na student si Beck Ejin. Kasi nga, he is already trying to make a living even at the young age of 21 when he should still be in college at that time, diba? Starting his life as a college student. So, yun. I think that's that's the main cause then kung bakit din siya hindi naging issue sa mga ibang tao. Somehow, inaamin ko, nung una, medyo parang sore, parang sore thumbs si Becky Jean sa akin. Lalo na if magkakasama silang lima Diba? Tapos yung apat, puro kalokohan. Kasi mga bagets eh. Mga high school students. Doon, mafe-feel mo talaga na compared sa apat, diba? Nang parang ibang-iba na siya, pinatanda ng husto. Pinatanda na ng husto ng mga pinagdaanan niya si Ejin. Kasi, adult na siya kumilos compared dun sa apat. Despite, you know, just being four years older 
sa pinagdaanan niya sa buhay at pinagdaanan niya at that time, para na talaga siyang adult. Kaya di ko din masabi na coming of age siya kasi like all the reply series, dahil nga sa story arc ni Beck Aging, na pag dinagdag mo sa equation, wala na. Diba? Parang iba na. Hindi na siya, tim- hindi na siya coming of age. And di ko rin masabi na romance siya kasi this could just be me, okay? I I didn't feel much kilig of, on any of the love themes. Yung kinang ko, Yuri, at saka sa bebe boy ko, sure, yeah, sige, teeny bopper, love story. Pero I wasn't in, much into it and this could be again because of my age. <laughs> Tita na ako. <laughs> Diba? So, pag nakikita kong yung mga naglalandian ng mga students, dati, kinikilig ako, napapasa na all. Ngayon, parang nanggigigil na ako. <laughs> That's because of my age. And yun nga, tita levels na. Pero yung yung main love team naman, okay, si, si Nahido tsaka si Becky Jean, somehow, I, I felt that the road to being friends and being each other's support system was longer and more is more interesting actually than the you know the actual romance between them y- yes may kilig scenes pero ewan ko hindi ako masyado nadala sa chemistry nila as lovers which in a way i think was beneficial for me kasi di ko rin naman sila diri naman sila nagkatuluyan diba <laughs> so So, hindi ako masyadong nasaktan. yon. So, dahil nga hindi, ko masya- hindi ako masyadong na-involve sa love story nila as, you know, a romantic relationship nila, hindi ako masyadong nasaktan. Mas nasaktan ako siguro sa part na hindi na sila, hindi na nila kaya maging civil or yung usual na maging, maging kaib- magkaibigan. Doon medyo mas nasaktan ako kasi because they had to break up, they really had to completely end any connection, any contact, any relationship with each other. Okay, but that's again, just me. Just me. My experiences in life, yung mga kinain ko from <laughs> when I was born made me different from you. So, if you are, if you felt the kilig, if you felt the chemistry good for you, I'm just saying that I didn't. Okay? Unfortunately, hindi ako naging kasing kilig. Mas, yun nga, mas mas nagustuhan ko yung relationship nila as friends and as support system to each other. So, yun. To be honest, cute naman talaga sila. Cute cute sila together. And I just wanna point out na napaka-cute ni Nam Joyo kapag yung jowa niya sisiga-siga tapos parang siyang <laughs> natutakot. Remember that scene yung parang nalate siya sa manunood sila ng sine tapos halos pagalitan siya, tas nagsasorry siya, tas talagang <laughs> very kawawa si Bebe Boy doon. Pero, yun nga, mas lalo siya naging jowable sa paningin ko kapag nagpapakit siya sa ta- kasi takot na takot siya sa jowa niya. Pero, siguro nga, mas naging, yun nga, invested ako sa friendship nila ke- kesa doon sa steps leading up to a relationship, a romantic relationship. Kaya di ako masyadong nahumaling sa love story nila, which in my for my part, is beneficial kasi nga of the ending. And again, this could be me. So, respect my opinion. Charot! <laughs> 
So, because yun nga, di mo alam kung saan mo ilalagay sa folders ng brain mo itong K-drama. Kasi di ba, a lot of us would have a category. Like, if someone would ask us a, a, a K-drama na gusto nila ng mga rom-com, we have our folders. We know which K-dramas we can suggest. If they want a K-drama na napakagwapo ng bida, we also have a K-folder for that. Diba? Mer- meron tayong mga categories. I, o- I definitely have one. So, yun nga, because di mo alam kung saan ilalagay siya sa folder ng mga K-drama mo, sa category sa brain mo, mabilis mo siyang maalala. In a way. Kasi nagsa-stand out siya eh. Because it's a heartwarming K-drama that is a mix of almost every popular genre. Maiyakan, tuwa, and well, yeah, in a way, kilig na din. Sige. Pero ang pinakagusto ko talaga sa 25-21 is how it made me feel that I was part of their journey. And I always, I almost always say this in most, um, in most K-drama reviews actually, in most heartwarming K-dramas na napanood ko or pinapanood ko, I almost always sinasabi kong ganun nga. I felt that I was part of their journey. Pero when I was watching episode 16, itong 25-21, and during yung last 10 minutes ata niya, when they were reminiscing the times or moments where they were, they all spent together, parang nakaramdam ako ng ano, ng... Yung parang gusto kong sabihin sa sarili ko na, o oh nga no, ang haba ng pinagsamahan natin. Parang na-feel ko din yung na-feel nila na parang, we've been through a lot. Hindi ko kalain ng ganito na pala kahaba yung pinagsamahan natin. As if, you know, as if kasama ako sa barkada. And siguro dahil nga, the kwento was also coming from the perspective of Nahido. So, may effect siya na ganun. Kasi ba diba, na parang, talagang naging close sa puso mo yung mga characters. And, yun. Kaya gets ko na kung bakit nagustuhan yung 25-21 because it made you feel that you belong to the group. Now, let's talk about the ending. Okay, sure, I wanted a happy ending. Sino ba naman ang ayaw? Pero, somehow, with the way the relationship of Hido and Ijin ended, felt more realistic. Kasi some relationships really don't really don't really work out. Kahit gaano nyo kamahal ang isa't isa, kahit gaano nyo kagustong i, you know, keep the relationship, sometimes it just is, doesn't work out. And I feel that the ending is actually one of the charms of the K-drama of 2521. It did not give us the standard happy ending like most romance K-dramas. It gave us the reality na mahal nyo pang isa't isa but sometimes it just doesn't work. It gave us the reality na kahit mahal na mahal nyo pa ang isa't isa. Kahit gaano nyo pa ipaglaban ang isa't isa. Kung hindi talaga mag-work, hindi talaga mag-work. And yun yung pinaka-reason ko talaga kung bakit ko nagustuhan yung 25-21. Kasi it's not the usual K-drama na fan service. Na iniisip kung ano yung magiging reaction ng mga tao. Diba? Na ibibigay yung happy ending kasi para masaya yung mga viewers. Diba? Para maging 
feeling natin worth it yung 16 hours na mahigit na pinag-aksaya natin sa K-drama, na inubos natin sa K-drama na ito. No, you, we felt that we needed a happy ending. So, I think, yun nga din yung parang naging charm niya na pag may naiisip kang K-drama na mapanakit, pero masaya, pero mapanakit, <laughs> may isip mo talaga kagad itong 25-21. Kasi, unang-una, bihirang-pihira nga yung mga K-drama na mapanakit, na hindi mo akalain na hindi magkakatuluyan yung mga pida. Lalo na dito sa 25-21 na ang setup niya parang rom-com siya or parang coming of age or romance na K-drama. So, di ba, from episode 1 to 15, hinahanda niya ang puso mo na magkakatuluyan sila. Tapos, with all the other K-drama sa pinanood natin, we somehow had this idea na mag-workout to. Mag-workout. Kailangan... Diba? From all the other K-dramas, palaging nagagawa ng paraan. Long distance, may, pala, may paraan. Magkaiba ng status sa, ano, sa lipunan, magkakaroon pa rin ng diba, paraan para maging magkatuluyan sila. Because that's what dramas, K-dramas, teleseries, movies are for. It's our escape from the reality. So they gave us, they gave us the happy ending that we ha- are all asking for na napapasana all tayo but with 2521 hindi niya binigay sa atin yon instead binigay niya sa atin ang reality the other side of reality na yun nga some relationship doesn't work hindi talaga mang ano hindi talaga nagwo-work out now aside the story i have to say okay i have to say ang galing talaga ni Kim Terry deserve that Like my pamangkin said, deserve, <laughs> deserve ni ate ang Bexang Award for Best Actress of 2022. The fact na kung di mo ginugol yung age ni ate girl, iisipin mo na at most siguro mga mid-twenties, mga 25, mga ganun. Pero if ginugol mo si ate girl, you would know that she's actually at tita level. <laughs> Nasa 30s na siya. Ganon, ang galing ng casting. Yung mga bagets pag sinama-sama mo and naka-uniform, believable siya ng mga high school students sila. But in reality, yung bebe boy ko lang ang born in the year 2000. Lahat sila in the 90s and 80s. So, well, 90s actually. 90s most of them. So yan, yan ang good casting. Kasi nung naka-uniform na silang lahat, They all became high school students in our eyes. Unless talagang i-google mo, you wouldn't know that they actually range from 30s to early 20s to mid 20s, 'di ba? Or late 20s. Ang ang galing. <laughs> Yun, believe na believe ako sa casting nitong K-drama na to. Ang galing ng pagkakakast niya. And Nam Jo Yok. Oh, wow. Okay. Now To be fair, okay, I have not seen all of his K-drama. Um, siguro yung light in our eyes, in your eyes, something like that. Tapos yung mga pre-2016 K-dramas ni, ni Nam Joyok, yung nagsisimula pa lang siya. I'm, hindi ko yun napanood. Pero yung, ano, ini, sorry, iniisip ko kung, ayan, yeah, napanood ko nga. Cheese in the Trap, okay. But all the other K-dramas that he did, um, Cheese in the Trap, um... Ano nga ba yun? Weightlifting Fairy. Um, ang dami niyang K-drama. Bride of something. 
um, startup, of course. Tapos, eto nga ang 2521. Yun yung mga napanood ko. And I must say, despite not watching everything, I must say that my baby boy, Nam Joyok, transformed from being an opa Nam Joyok to actor Nam Joyok. Yeah, naman. <laughs> Kasi with all those years na napanood ko siya, ma-appreciate mo. Ma-appreciate mo siya because napaka-opa niya. Opa ball. Parang, may word pang opa ball. Yun yung know, pogi, matangkad, matipuno, opa. Iba? Yun yung, yun yung definition natin mga Pilipino sa opa. Sa Korea, iba yun, syempre. Pero sa ating mga Filipino, ang, diba, opa is yung mga guapong mga Koreans. So, yun, pogi, matipuno, matangkad. Diba? But in 2521, actor Nam Jo Yook was born. The emotions and yung mata niya. Diyos ko Lord, yung mata niya sa episode 15 and 16, moms. I think yun yung pinaka-reason kung bakit nagkaubusan ng tissue. Kung bakit tayo nag super ugly cry. Well, ako, at least ako, nag-super ugly cry. Kasi damang-dama ko yung sakit and yung bigat ng pinagdadaanan niya. So, thank God for 2521. At yun nga, meron na tayong actor, Nam Choyok. And I also like the songs, okay? May iba naman. I also like the songs, lalo na yung Starlight na super LSS ako and yung kinanta ng cast, yung With So, I like the songs. Not really one of my favorite OSTs. Mostly because yun nga, madrama masyado yung ibang songs. Pero, there were some na really talagang makaka-LSS. So, overall, I am giving 2521 a rate of 8.9 over 10 for the story and the emotions it made me feel. Diyos ko, ilang beses, ilang beses ako nag-ugly cry sa k-drama na ito. <laughs> Napakawalang ya. Anyway, yeah. And that's my k-drama review of the k-drama 2521. Thank you so much again to those that have been constantly chatting or sending me messages or suggesting k-dramas that they want me to also check. Um, hindi ko lang po naisingit lahat because of course, hindi naman po ako 24-7 nanonood lang ng K-drama. So, I still try to check on the things that you suggest. Um, but yeah, thank you, thank you so much for keeping me up to date with the latest K-dramas. And again, if you want to suggest more, I am always available on any of my social media accounts. Um, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, it's at Anyong Tita. Alright? Anyway, thank you again for listening to this K-Drama Tita. And thank you for staying with me during the whole sixth season of, well, more. Or kung nagsimula ka nung very start, six or, six or more seasons of this podcast. For now, bakasyon muna ang inyong tita. So, watch out for a brand new season this July. And don't forget to check out my other episodes while we, you are waiting for a new season to begin. Alright? And again, thank you, thank you so much for joining me for another K-Drama episode, K-Drama review episode. And with that, 
Good night, kids. I love you, Bruno Mars. Thank you for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Don't forget to rate us five stars. And if you want to be updated, make sure to follow the podcast, hit the notification bell, and also follow me at Anyong Tita on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So you won't miss out on anything. And catch our weekly deep dive K-drama conversations every Tuesday on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or other podcast streaming platforms here at your favorite K-drama show with your favorite K-drama tita. Anyong tita! Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.